What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, uh, and uh, we appreciate you guys so much. We almost sold out of our live show. It goes down February 19th at the Highline Ballroom in New York City, all right? Make sure you get your tickets right now. Now, I think there might be like 10 tickets left, I Mm -hmm. swear. Uh, Last year, we did two shows. So instead of doing two shows this year, we moved to a bigger bigger venue. And it's at the Highline Ballroom. So get your tickets left. I think there might be 10 left, like I said. Get your tickets now. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be dinner, date, uh, drinks, and just laughs. We're going to have a good time. It's perfect for date night. So get your tickets now, all right? We're going to have a lot of fun. Again, it's HighlineBallroom.com. I'm going to say one more time. We're going to have a lot of fun that night. <laughs> a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be bringing you guys up on stage. It's going to be interactive. Is that what we're going to do? Yes. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and also, I want to say happy birthday to you, baby. Oh, thank you. Well, your birthday's not yet. It's in a couple of days, but the podcast will be out. So I want to say happy birthday. Her birthday's February 1st. Yay. And we're going to have a good time. It sucks that your birthday, like, your birthday's around Christmas and New Year's. Why? Because I just took all that time off from work. Oh, Because I would love okay. to just fly somewhere and just enjoy it on an island somewhere and mm-hmm. somewhere warm, getting massages, no. drinking out of coconuts <laughs> and eating all types of fruit that I can't pronounce. Uh-huh. But we can't. No, I'm good. I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm all vacationed out, but I'm definitely good for a good several months. We got some surprises. We're going to have some fun on your birthday. But oh, yeah? Yes. Is it well thought out? Of course. Okay. All right. I mean, and, and I'm a dance for you. <laughs> I thought you said that you wanted to bring me joy and happiness on my birthday. <laughs> you, you know, it, it, it baffles me. You are probably the only DJ on the planet with no rhythm. I got rhythm. You got no, you have no rhythm. I got rhythm. You have no rhythm. You ever, rhythm. See, you ever watch yourself dance in the mirror? I, it turns me on every time I watch myself. <laughs> Like I'm real, it really turns me on. So you I, just start dancing, and your shorts start to rise. Yeah, my shorts start to happens. rise. My nipples get hard, and I just get you know, all wet, and moist. <laughs> you hold on. I'm just joking. You get wet and moist. I, I all right. Well, pre jack. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Moving along. I uh, and you know I just wanted to apologize to you too. Um, I don't know what I did wrong, but I've been on this earth for a little bit, and I haven't stubbed my toe. But the last. Three weeks, I stepped my toe twice. And I don't stump my toe. And I know it sounds like a, I'm being like a little bitch, but I stumped my toe so bad that I cried both times. Uh-huh. And the last time I did it, I was bleeding. So you're apologizing to me for whatever karma is coming back to yeah, bite I don't, you? I don't know what karma it is, but... So you want me to release you yeah. of the bad vibes right. and the bad juju? Yes. <laughs> so that this karma gives you a break? I don't want to stump my toe anymore. So I'm just, just saying, whatever it was, I apologize to the point I like... I, it was bleeding. My that toe was bleeding. That first one was bad. That second one... Oh my gosh. I had, yeah, I was, I mean, it was bad. I had to put ice on it. My toenail was all messed up. You had to cut my toenail. <laughs> toenail was hanging off. It was crazy. Like Your, your, your toes swole up instantly. I know. Like a balloon. I know. Like a balloon that you just blew into. It was black and blue. It looked like it was like all distorted. Your poor toe. Then when I cut the nail, like blood started gushing out of some part of your toe. Like yes. it just didn't even make sense. It was all bad. Yeah, that took like two hours out of my life that morning. Yeah, it did. It did. Now I feel like we're at church. You know, when you're in church, they do all the announcements. Like we're doing all the announcements right now. We talked about the highlineballroom.com. We talked about your birthday and also the real Oh, mm-hmm. the week of Valentine's. We're gonna be on the reel. We'll let you know uh, what day, uh, and we'll let you know what we're doing on the reel. It's gonna Don't be a you lot know of fun. What day it is? Um, 
I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. So I don't oh, want to okay. tell them to I'm 100% sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll let you know what day. And uh, you, you guys could check us out on The Real. I'm sure we'll be talking relationships, good, bad, ugly, some of our experiences. So it should be a lot of fun. Right. It should be a lot of fun. Um, now, uh, we were talking the other day. We were in the car and we were discussing uh, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She released uh, a bunch of nudes, half nudes, you know, breasts, breasts, titties, nipples, all that. That's all one thing, kind of. I, I know, but I just... You just made it like six things. Made it, I, I know. But, but it's just one. They they understood. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to put it out there, yes, I know I, I was joking about it on, on the radio and I joked about it on my social media. I did flag and tried to report. Or I did report uh, Kim Kardashian's picture. <laughs> it's not funny because it's not right that... You're an Instagram snitch. I am. It's not. <laughs> it's not funny that I could, you know post a flyer of a girl in a bikini when I'm DJing at clubs you know sometimes promoters put me and then they put a just a throw a, a random girl on a bikini and several times Instagram has pulled my picture down and Kim Kardashian was naked and nobody pulled her picture partially down. naked so I don't think that's fair so I flagged it and I reported it and yeah it got taken down I think one got taken down one got taken out down. of like 10 I think that was the one and the where worst one the was nips were yeah. kind of exposed. Like I they weren't know. blurred out well enough or something. Is that right? I don't know. But all I know is I reported it and I don't care. <laughs> Clearly you don't care. I don't care. Didn't you report her when she did that paper magazine photo where re- her bum was exposed? And her nipples were out there too. Yes. And the, the, the bottle popping up. Yes. I yeah, reported. The bo- you did report that. I reported that one too. <laughs> I reported okay. that one too. Um, but anyway, the reason we're talking about Kim Kardashian, we were talking the other day about Kim and and the the pictures she posts and how many likes she got. She got over four million likes and a lot of those pictures, five million likes. And we were just talking about, you know, it gets so much attention because especially with men is men like that. And we started talking like, well, what does what does a man want in a woman? Right. That's kind of how our conversation went. In the car. And like then we talked what, about what do what do men essentially look for in women when they're choosing someone to marry? What do they really want? And I said, you know, be honest to me from your perspective, from people that you know's perspective. Like right. as a man, what information have you gathered and lay it out here? Now, I'll be honest for myself. Mm-hmm. The first is beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and beauty doesn't have to be as in you know, skin deep, like your face is beautiful or your body's beautiful, just a beautiful person, just something that I'm attracted to. And it doesn't have to be, oh my gosh, she looks gorgeous. It could be things that attract me to that person. It could be their heart. It could be how nice they are. It could be that thing. Cause You're everybody- lying. Wow. You just what? told a lie. Wow. What do you mean? This doesn't usually happen. No, it's what men like. No, no, no. You just said for you. Oh, for me? You are I'm a different. dirty, dirty liar. No no, 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 no. You just said for me. I think you might have even said personally. No, you, no, no. You might have said personally. No, I was. Th- I'm, what I'm saying is what men like. If you want to know what I like no, personally. No, no, okay, okay. If you want to. Because every man is not looking for a beautiful woman. They no, look no, for no. beautiful you know, no, no, traits no, 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 of then women. Stay on that track then because I could, go to I could have sworn like I was absolutely under the impression that you were talking about you. I may have misheard. Oh, if you want we'll to roll me. back the tape later. I may have misheard. No, no, no. You can talk about oh, men. No, fuck it. I could talk about no, men. No, no, I can't no, talk about you men. You can talk about men. I can talk men. about what I like. I, I, you I, want to I talk, talk about, about what you like? I can talk about what I like. I okay, can't talk... I don't want you to lie to the people. No, I'm going to talk about what I like. It seemed like you were trying to get on like 
on all of our female listeners' good graces right nah, there. I don't give a fuck about anybody's good graces. I'll just okay. tell the truth. Because you just, just got to look me in the eye when you talk. No, I mean, I can tell you the truth. The right, first thing I want, and like I said, for me personally, for me personally, what turns me on, what gets my blood moving, I need a pretty face. Mm. I want somebody that's pretty that I can look at in a natural pretty. I'm not me personally. I'm not into the plastic surgery and all that. That's just, just not me. I like a pretty face that you could throw on some sweatpants and we can go out and you look beautiful. That's mm-hmm. what I like. Second is. Hold on. So that's number one. That's number one for so me. Physical beauty. Yes. Is number one for you. Physical attributes. And I know it's fucked up. And no, you shouldn't be. No. But for me, I like a pretty face. Mm-hmm. Right now. OK, go ahead. Second. I like a sexy body and a pretty body. What's the difference between a sexy body and a pretty body? Okay. I'm so confused. Okay. This is this is just me. Like I said, a pretty body is a toned body, right? And sometimes when you see women that are toned, if you go to the gym, they're toned, but it's, they're not sexy. It just looks nice. Like you could see somebody that may, might have abs or might have a little bit of muscle or their legs look nice, but it looks pretty, but not the Coca-Cola bottle cap. You no, it's not the cap. Nobody's interested I'm in, in the bottle. cap. I'm in the bottle. People are interested in the bottle. Shut up. I'm in the bottle. I'm in the bottle. You know okay. what I meant? <laughs> okay, go ahead. You know what I meant? Uh-huh. And a sexy body is pow. Your ass sticks out just a little. Your legs <laughs> look good. Your thighs look amazing. Pow. Your titties are out. Like that's out. a sexy. Well, you know, titties. Are, you know, you have titties. Okay. Okay. That's a sexy body. So if you put both together, you have a sexy Titties, abs, ass, (laughs) nice legs, nice arms, built body. That's what I like as a body. And then after that, I need to be able to talk to you. I need some intellect. Do you, okay, so you genuinely feel as though you need intellect. I can't have a stupid girl. Okay, so now this is is why I'm asking. Let's say she's not stupid. Let's say she's just reasonably smart but she's not super intelligent like how important is the mind to you uh to me it's very important because me i'm not necessarily book smart meaning i went to college but i didn't necessarily care about school so when I studied, I studied to, to pass, pass the test. not mm-hmm. study to learn. Okay. You know, but when it comes to street smart and business smart and different things in that aspect, I'm good at because those are the things that really captured my interest and things that I really focused on. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody that's smart that I can have a conversation with that pushes me to be smarter that also can help me with the things that I necessarily don't understand. For instance, I'm not going to write a letter without talking to you first. <laughs> Because if I write a letter, I'm going to write a letter like I'm talking on social media. Like when I say all lowercases, not even that. Even when I say tomorrow, it's the number two tomorrow. R-O-W-R-O, not even a W, tomorrow, but it meant tomorrow. Like <laughs> that's how about I write, w, right? w just doesn't even matter. Doesn't even exist. Right. So that's what I need in my life. I need somebody that's smart. I need somebody that if something happens to me that I know I'm feel, I feel comfortable that they can handle the household and be comfortable with the kids and keep the money flowing in and still be smart and still have those street smarts. So that is very important to me as well. Okay. You know, that's, that's one of the reasons why 
I really, 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 really love you. Aww. It's not because your beauty, not because your heart is made of gold is because you're very, very smart. Like, and not just book smart because you're hella smart, book smart. And you, 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 you can break things down and you can analyze things and you know what you're talking about. But when it comes to just normal shit, like street smart shit and shit that some people would just be like, huh? Like you figure shit out and you're able to talk me off the ledge. Like if I'm about to wild out, you, you, you would make me take two steps back and be like, let's think about this first. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I like you. So what I would be looking that's for. So you like a, me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what I would be looking for in a woman is of course beauty. Cause you know, I, I, I want to be with somebody that I'm attracted to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I want to be walking down the street and, and they'd be like, damn, his girl looks good. Or damn, his wife looks good. That's me. That's me personally. I, whatever. Um, I, I would love you to have an a, 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 a amazing body and you do. That's why I like to fuck you so much because your body looks good. On, dude. And then when you come home and your body's all glistening and you smell good, I just want to rip your clothes off. It's like, mm. wow, I want to look at your ass. I want to look at your titties. I want to look at your body because you're fucking beautiful. <laughs> and then you're smart, you know? It's your brain and the brain that you give. You give great brains. Rashawn. Sorry. Um, that was a low blow. <laughs> but, you know, those are the things. So now let I me. I think I'm starting to get used to this now. Go yeah. ahead. So let me ask you, what what does, I'm not going to say what does women, what do you look for in a man? Um, hmm. And it's funny because when we had the conversation in the car, we were more so talking about what we feel the masses right. are looking for in a partner. We didn't really get into ourselves. Um, for me, wow, okay, now I'm on the spot. Because we're talking about three things, right? We're trying to narrow it down to three. We narrow it. When we were in the car, we were talking mm. three things. Um, I'm going to try to put it in order, but by the time that I finish, I may have to rearrange it. Let's see. Um, off the top of my head, I like a man that is ambitious. Okay. Okay. Um, of course, I want someone that's intelligent, but... For me, ambition may supersede intelligence Mm -hmm. because when someone's ambitious, they make things happen despite their obstacles. And someone may not have gone to college. Um, Someone may not have finished high school, but they can find themselves in a place where they're successful and living a good life because of their ambition. So someone with a strong mind who has his eye on the prize that is a go-getter is very attractive to me. And not because of the things that he's attained due to his ambition, but that drive alone is sexy. You can be ambitious and unaccomplished at a point into your life. Like let's say I'm single. So at a point into life, when I come into your life, um, that's sexy to me. And maybe we can ride that wave together until you get to the point that you desire to be. So I think ambition may be number one for me. Of course, what's going to catch my eye is a person's physical appearance. So, you know, you don't look at someone and see, well, usually you're not able to look at someone and see their personality shining through. Right. You see 
their appearance. And the appearance is usually what draws you in to get you to learn their personality, mm-hmm. to learn what, what other attributes that they possess. So, of course, um, a person's attractiveness is important to me, but not as much as it used to be. When I was younger, um, I was very into, let's say, a man's looks. Okay. You know, you see somebody, okay, great face, nice body, maybe an athletic look, tall. For me, tall was so important um, and all of that. Now, at this stage of my life, looks are important. Mm-hmm. I do want to be attracted to you, but it stops there. I just need to be attracted to the person that I'm with. But, you know, I don't need, you know, the most athletic or fit body. I don't need. um, There are just things that that aren't as important to me Uh as they used to be. I just want to be able to look at you and want to kiss you. Right. Do you know what I mean? And And to be honest, I think that personality and charisma and things of that nature can make me more attracted to a person. So I don't necessarily think that physical looks are as important to me as they used to be. Um, And third, and this, I, you know, this I think is probably (laughs) going to be a strange answer for some people, but for me, Uh um, I love a person that loves me. Right. If someone shows me that they love me, then it makes me love them even more. Right. I'm a very reciprocal type of person. Like if you're nice to me, I'm extra nice to you. If you love me, I'm going to shower you with more love. Mm -hmm. If you're nasty to me, I'm probably going to be nasty to you. That's the type of person that I am. Um, And I've said in the past on this podcast that I like a challenge. Right. I like to be with someone that makes me feel accomplished and deserving to be with them. I don't want anything that's just handed to me. I don't want a guy that would be happy with just anybody. I want to feel as though I'm special and that's the reason why that person wants to be with me because that person has choices. Correct. Um, Not to be confused with being, not to be confused with associating my worth with being chosen Mm -hmm. because I think that a lot of women do do that. And I Uh think that that's a huge mistake, but I want to be with someone that is of a certain stature that I feel worthy to be with them. Like being with them is a feather in my cap. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So with that being said, at the same time, once that person and I are together, I don't want to challenge anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I am not, if you give me a hard time, then that's when I start pulling away. Right. You know, I 
Some girls like, oh, you know, I want a challenge. I want someone that's hard to get. Yeah, maybe hard to get. But once I get you, then I don't want a hard time anymore. anymore. So once we decide to be together, I want like the more that you're kind and sweet and loving to me, the more in love I am with you. So I guess that would be the last thing to sum it up the way that someone treats me. Someone that treats me. I get it. Well, so those I think would be my three things. Um, But now when we talk about the masses, I think that the main three things that women look for in this day and age, I don't think that it was necessarily like this to this level a long time ago. But now I think women are looking for in no specific order. But someone who's good in bed, Mm -hmm. so sex, someone who has money, Mm -hmm. and someone who's attractive. So attractive, money slash success, and sex. I think those are the three main things that women are into. And sadly enough, I think that money mm-hmm. might be number one. Mm. Yeah. For the for, for the younger generation. For right. like, you know, the twenty somethings and the thirty somethings now, I, I, I definitely think that that is probably the biggest draw. What do you think? I, I agree with you. I, I think uh a lot of people look at money and I think money attracts is attractive to people. I think when people see money, whether they're in a club and they see somebody spending money on bottles or, or, or um, driving well, a nice car yeah, or a nice car. have a nice chain or, or wearing a nice clothes, it's they're under the assumption that the person has money. And I think that's attractive to a lot of people. Um, but, you know, you, you want that same attraction with when that person has money and not have money. You know, you want to be attracted to that person regardless. Same thing with, with looks and beauty. I know people say, well, you know, beauty dissolves after time and that's Fades, true absolutely but you know you you want to be with somebody that is beautiful inside as well as outside so you're not concerned with that when they're 90 you know what i mean and they're still beautiful to you regardless mm-hmm. you know it, i think when you're 189 it, and you're saggy and you know <laughs> your, your titties are to your knees and my balls are to my ankles awesome we're still going to be attracted to each other because that's what it is you know Well, because it's been given the opportunity to turn into love. Right, correct. So I think we're talking about the things that initially um, draw people Mm -hmm. to to the opposite sex. Now, when we were in the car, I said to you when we talked about the money aspect, you know, then we started talking about, you know, people that are professionals, whether you are a physician or an athlete or an attorney or in the music industry or a scientist or whatever. Um, People in those positions that are professional and have created a great lifestyle for themselves Uh when they're looked at, and we're talking about men because that's actually how, what our conversation was about. So of course women can do that too, but that's not the conversation that we were having. So those men that know that they're in a certain position in life you said that a lot of them are okay with women being with them just for the money. In other words, they know it and they're there. And in your opinion, you think that 
the better portion portion of them are okay with it. I do. Uh, you know, because this is going to be the name. And that throws me for a loop. This is the name of the podcast. Money makes you look better. And that's the truth. Money makes you look better. And I think for men. That's I what think, we're going to call it? Yeah. Okay, you're not going to talk about it? Uh, no. Oh, sidebar. So when it comes to our titles... We usually don't come up with a title for the podcast until after the podcast is done. Right. So we get on here, we talk about what we talk about, and then as soon as we turn it off, we look at each other like, all right, what are we going to call this podcast? So that's usually how it goes. Sidebar, sidebar, that last title that you chose, you deserve the black eye for it. I'm just saying, you skated, I let it go, but... You definitely deserve the black eye for it you because you didn't eye. consult with me. I, bu- I asked you after the podcast is over, what do you want to call it? You're like, oh, let me think about it. Next thing I knew, I looked and the title was up. Well, I bust in your eye. You give me a black eye. Weaving. Very funny, but you skated. And I just want you to acknowledge that. Okay. Moving along. Moving along. So, you know, when, when, when dealing with men with a lot of money, I think men realize at some times that women are there for their money. I think they understand that whether they met him in a club or they met him because they had a nice car or nice clothes and nice jewelry. And I think they understand that. And I think they're fine with that because they know what that relationship is. They know that I have money. I buy you things. And in return, you are my girlfriend. And I see it all the time. You know, I see women with men that don't necessarily treat them nice, that don't necessarily treat them right, that don't talk to them right. And they stay around and they stay around for the money. And I think everybody around knows the money. And I think everybody out here listening to us right now, if you're not in that type of relationship, you know, somebody that is in that type of relationship. And we know a couple of people that are together or shit and even married that necessarily don't even really like their spouse but they're there because they're comfortable uh, they're comfortable in what they provide you know Mm -hmm. and i think with men i think men like control and i think a lot of Mm -hmm. men like the fact that my money controls the situation and my money controls this relationship and i can talk to you how i want i can do what i want i can come in when i want because at the end of the day you're not going anywhere because you're comfortable. Right. And I, I think a lot of men want their women to rely on them to no, I don't want you to get a job. And the reason I don't want you to get a job is because I, I want you to need me, you know, because mm-hmm. once you need me, I can do what I want to do to you. You know, I can say what I want to say to you. I can treat you how I want to treat you. And I think a lot of men look at it like that. And I think a lot of women are willing to take that sacrifice because they're able to get the things that they want. They don't have to necessarily work and they can go shopping and they say, "Okay, I might take this uh, abuse and not physical abuse, but, you know, mental abuse and just not being equal, equal. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I don't have to work. I can buy expensive bags, shoes, cars and things like that. And I think a lot of people are in that situation. And from a male perspective, mm-hmm. do you think that that's a good trade off? Hmm. Um, Be honest. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Explain. See, me and you are different. And the reason I say you you and I are different is because we met at 16 and 15. I didn't have any money. There was nothing. There was was nothing but love in our relationship. Remix the situation then. Right. But now I'm. Let's say I met you at 28. All right. Now you met me at 28 and I'm doing super, super well and I'm doing super, super great. Right. And. You see me in the club. Let's set it up. I'm in control of my own life. Yeah. Because. 
I don't necessarily want you to give me your opinion on certain things at that time. And I'll be honest with you, it's because... My eyes are bulging out of my head right now. All right, I'm going to be honest. What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm already self-made, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I don't necessarily want your opinion on certain things. Okay, hold on a minute. So now I come into your life as me. Correct. Okay. Uh, but I don't as know, the me that you know. I don't know you though. Okay, you don't know me. I understand right. that. As the me that you know. And let's say after, you know, six months, you can determine that I'm no slouch. I can't I can't determine that. No, 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 hold on. I'm talking about as far as um my opinions and intelligence or, you know, whatever, the, like how you put it earlier. My opinion is still worthless to you, I even though you can determine that I'm a reasonable person. I wouldn't say worthless. I, I, I don't know you. You see, this is the difference between me and you at 16, 15 and me and you now. You know what I mean? And if I was 28 and I was I would say had money, mm-hmm. not necessarily. I wouldn't say rich, but I had bread. Mm-hmm. I had money. There was money coming in and everybody knew that I was going to be rich. Right. Okay. If I'm an athlete or an artist or a football player, whatever it was I had, you knew what it was. I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I don't know if this is somebody who really likes me. Mm-hmm. Or really likes me because of the money I'm making. Okay. So I don't necessarily know you. So I wouldn't mind paying you. Because that's what in, in that's what it really is. I'm paying you to be my girlfriend because I don't necessarily trust you a million and one percent. I don't necessarily honestly really, really know you because I don't know why you're here. I you know So and- hold on, I have to interrupt you, babes. As a person in that situation with that mentality, why would you entertain what you believe that females reason for being there is? Why would you entertain it? Why would, if you feel as though that's what she's there for, why would you partake in it? I mean, why wouldn't you instead, you know, yeah, let's, let's have a nice meal. You know, let's do things that normal couples do, but I'm not taking you shopping because that's not something that most men do early on in the relationship. Right, not early I'm on. not spending money on you. Even, you know, let's just say, and I'm not saying this would be the right amount of time, but just, you know, for the case at hand, let's say a year down the line when you start saying, okay, I know this person ish, or at least I have an opinion regarding but, why they're here. It seems like they ne- really care you about never me. Know. That's the, that's what I, that's the whole thing I'm trying to tell you. So you think even years down the line, you wouldn't necessarily know. I see it all the time. So, I, I see it all, all the time. Like women can say, you know what? I'm going to set this play up. I'm going I'm to I'm stay grounded for a year. So he feels this. And then once I'm in, fuck him. I'm already in. And 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 I will change, change roles. I, I I'm sure there's men that do it to women as well. Mm-hmm. Men, you know, women that have great jobs, making a lot of salary, making a lot of money, and the guy is nice and quiet, and he's the nicest guy. And then once he get in, once he gets married, once it's partly his now, motherfucker changes because mm-hmm. he knows he's in. He knows he doesn't need you to say, "Hey, babe, can I go to the store?" No, this is ours. This is fifty fifty now, motherfucker. I'm in. <laughs> And I see that all the time and I can't trust that because I don't know, you know, 
So basically what you're saying is if you got with someone in your late 20s, right. you would never trust them. You would never trust their reason for being there. It would take me a long time to trust somebody, not six months, not a year. It would take me a while and a while of testing to see how that person is because, you know, we talk about money and they say money is the biggest reason for divorce, mm -hmm. you know? So I would have to know that you're here not for the money, that you're here for me, that you're here for our family, you know? Well, that, there would be no family. Well, the, well it would be no at family. At that point. But the money would just be a cherry on top. That's what I want. Like for us, right? This relationship, yeah, we buy nice shit and we buy a lot of funky stuff sometimes and stuff that we, you know, we buy, but that doesn't define our relationship. Right. You know, it's a cherry on top, but it doesn't define our relationship. If if we went broke tomorrow, knock on wood, it, it, it would, the way that I treat you and the way you treat me wouldn't change. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe where we eat changes, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. yeah, maybe what we drive changes, uh -huh. but how me and you coexist and raise our kids and talk to each other and be with each other, that wouldn't change because we have a foundation and a base that came from something other than money. Mm -hmm. But now if money's there and I'm meeting you, I don't know what that foundation is. I don't know if it's, well, I love him. Or I love his money. And and I would tell my daughter that if she had a good job. And I would tell my son that if he had, if they had a good job. You know, keep your eye open on people because people change when it comes to the dollar. So if you met someone in your late 20s. Right. And let's say they're the same age. It would take you a long time. So you're saying you wouldn't decide that you might want to marry that person until years down the line. Years? Yeah. Or unless we got a prenup. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Unless we got a prenup because at the end of the day, I got to, I got to, I have to make sure that this relationship is here for the right reasons. So you'd be okay making a woman wait, say, four or five years after you met her before you, you would propose? Unless you wanted a prenup, unless I felt a certain way. Like, unless like, you felt like you loved her and then introduced the idea of a prenuptial agreement. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's just what I would feel, you know? And you don't, you wouldn't take into consideration how that would make her feel? No. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I care about your feelings, but at the end of the day, I got to care about what's best for me. And we're not we yet. So until we are we and we're both trustworthy we, then no. But then wouldn't, now this is, you know, it really does introduce the conversation about prenuptial agreements, if you can't trust a person to the point where you need to force them to sign something that they inherently would not want to sign, they might do it, but of course at their core, they wouldn't want to sign that agreement. Wouldn't that kind of insinuate that you shouldn't be getting married? Wouldn't you only get married if you were sure? Because that's the whole that's the no. whole concern with prenuptial agreements. Like, I love you, want to spend the rest of my life with you, but just in case I got this bleeped up, here, sign sign these papers. Yeah, I, and I don't have a problem with that. And especially when somebody's coming wow, from- Wow, it seems like such a business agreement. Like, where's no, the love it, and romance and the hopefulness yeah, that in sounds, that? Yeah, that sounds good, but I've seen a lot of people get got, men and women. And I don't want to be in a situation where 
I got God. You know what I mean? Like you look at relationships and if we both start off from the bottom, then shit, we're in love because we ain't got shit. (laughs) But if I got all the shit and you ain't got nothing and then you come in a relationship like, let's get married. Here's 50-50. I don't trust you 100%. Then we shouldn't be getting married. I mean, if you don't trust me 150%, we should not be getting married. Why are we pledging our lives to each other I, then I, then it's, there's a before lot of men, God? Because I just don't know. And there's a lot of men out there that would never get married. Because if I'm worth $150 million, right? Why you got to be so extra, $150 million? If I'm worth $20 million. If you're worth $5 million, Let's okay. just keep it semi, semi-realistic. All right. If I'm worth $5 million, right? And you're worth $100,000, right? Right. And we're dating, mm-hmm. and I can tell that you like nice things, nice expensive things. And, Everybody does, right? And you know we're getting close. I don't know why you're there. You know, I'm like, damn, is she here because she really loves me, or she likes this money? She likes the fact that instead of going to McDonald's, now we're going to a, a fancy steak restaurant. She loves the fact that no disrespect to you know cheap shoes off Jamaica Avenue or Great. or you know or Fordham Road, but she's not getting five dollar shoes off Fordham Road anymore. Now she's getting Christian Louboutins. You know, now no longer is she you know buying a cheap bag from you know the the you know the the department store that that's J.C. Penney's, no disrespect to J.C. Penney, but now she's getting, you know, Louis Vuitton and Chanel. Mm-hmm. I need to know that if it stops tomorrow, you're still here and you're still treating me the same. And there's no way to test that. There's no way. To, there's, there's not a test for that. It's not like, babe, I lost all my money. Really? I still love you. Oh, just joking. Let's get married. There's no way to test that. I'm questioning you, not because I disagree with you. Um, and I will definitely put my hand up and I think we might've even touched on this, like maybe in one of our first 10 podcasts, but I will definitely say that I'm a hypocrite uh-huh. in this situation because I would never sign a prenuptial agreement yeah, but what personally. About, what about your son? But if my son were in that situation, I would encourage him See? to do that. If my daughter were in that situation, I would encourage her to introduce the idea of a prenuptial agreement in the same situation. See, so reason, I'm I'm a hypocrite. The reason you say that is because you know how your heart is. But the problem I is, know I know myself. I don't know. I don't, know, these, I don't know, know other people. I don't know how these other motherfuckers. So I can talk. only vouch for myself and my own intentions and you know, the reality is that you can get duped. But it just it it takes that sweetness and that pureness mm-hmm. out of marriage. It does. You know, but I but you have to protect yourself regardless. And, and that's the whole thing. Now, what you said before now, this this is my whole thing. You said I prefer to buy you. You, you kind of put it in those words. Correct. I, I'd rather buy you as a girlfriend. Or how did you put it? Something to that. Something to that effect. Right. right. That, that I'm not misquote. That is what you meant. Right. And that's a little alarming in a sense that you would be OK Doing that in exchange for the pretty and in exchange for the look and in exchange for the trophy in exchange for the sex or all of those things that you're getting out of this girlfriend. Right. Why would you be okay to pay for it? To say, okay, you're giving me what I want. I'm going to give you what you want. It's kind of like a mutual exchange here. Don't you think this is something a little... Yeah, I mean, there's something hella wrong with that, but... I, I get it. I, I I get it. You know, um, there's no love. Like, where's that love? Like, where's that sweetness? Because from you 
that coming from you in a position position where you understand love and romance and sweetness and tenderness Correct. and caring and reciprocity and all of those wonderful things that a relationship has to offer, if it's good. Correct. For you to have that same opinion at the same time, if you were in a different situation, I understand, kind of um, confuses me. Well, it's coming from a position of me being successful now and having money now and looking at people and look at the world and saying, well, why does this person want to talk to me? You know, why does this person want to go on a date with me? Mm-hmm. You know, what does this person know? So I don't know. And, and I'm and I'm thinking about my son. Let's say let's say our son graduates out of college, gets a, 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 an amazing job and he's making millions a year. And he comes to me and says, Dad, I need your advice. I'm going to say don't trust her. That's going to be my first. But are you going to tell him by her? Um, get what you can get from this chick. She's going to get what she can get from you. And that's just going to be no, buying, your reality. Buying is just my thing. What? Buying is my thing. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I feel like, and this is going to sound so fucked up. I feel like if I'm the type of person, I don't want to hear your mouth. <laughs> This is going to go so wrong. Now, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Awesome. Like, you're my wife. I've known you since I, we were 16, 15. You have all right to tell me all types of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you deserve that. I'm listening. You deserve I mean, that, just like I have the I right to- I just want to see where this goes. Go ahead. I have the right to say whatever I want to say to you. Right. Because mm-hmm. I deserve that. Okay. Now, somebody that I just meet does not have the right to tell me shit yet because we don't know each other like that. Just like I don't have the right to tell them shit. You know what I mean? So I don't want to hear it. See, if me and you broke up and got a divorce, I would be the worst person to talk to because I wouldn't want to hear your shit. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Um, unfortunately, yeah, I do understand <laughs> what you're I, saying. I, I mean, it's, it's fucked up. So and wait, I wait. Not admit it, but okay, so I don't trust anybody. Let's just, let's just put a time frame on what you're talking about. You wouldn't want to hear anybody's mouth until about what point? Are you talking about forever? No, 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 no. Until I can really trust them. But you said you might not be able to trust them for three, four, five years. I mean, I don't know how long it would so take. So that person can't tell you ish about ish? I, I mean, I don't know how long I will be able to trust them. But I, it would have to. I would have to be able to really trust somebody. Like for instance, like so you'd rather be like here, take take this pair of shoes and shut up. Yeah, take these pair of shoes and look pretty. I'll pick you up at eight. Yes. Awkward silence. I know until I until I can trust you and and women the same. Like I would not trust a man. Or I would not allow a man to do anything with me until I can trust him completely. Do anything with me? What do you mean? Um, there are a lot of women out there that have amazing jobs, amazing salaries. I wouldn't allow a man to get into my finances and get into my shit until I can trust him completely. And the same thing with men. That's different. You're talking about getting into someone's finances, but you're not talking about in that you know female scenario. You can't tell me anything. I don't want to hear your mouth. Here, take these cufflinks and shut the female, bleep up. A female could do the same thing. A female could do the same thing. They can do the same thing. Hey, just keep is, a guy around as their boy toy until they feel like much. they can trust them. And here, take this car. Take take these shoes. And you know what? Take I, this tie. And I'm not gonna lie. I think a lot of older women do that. And I think a lot of older women You're do right. that I when they, they have do. a younger boy, a, a younger guy. I can say boy, a younger guy. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be 35 year old. And they start dating a 21 year old or 23 mm-hmm. year old, and they do the same thing. Okay, 
shut the fuck up. We're going to go here. And they kind of that until they get into that motion where they can trust them. They do the same thing. Older women do that the same thing with younger men. It's the same thing. Younger, older guys do that with younger women. It's the same thing. There is no difference. It sounds a lot harsh because I say it, mm-hmm. but it's the same shit. So basically you think that successful people in their, say, latter 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, are doomed if they get into a relationship. Well, they're doomed for the first several years of their relationship unless they've been in a relationship, you know, for a very, very long time. I'm not going to say they're doomed. I'm just going to say don't trust it until you can honestly really really believe in that person i'm just gonna say keep your eyes open like my mom would say to me or i would say to my kids keep your eyes open you never know what somebody's intentions are you know Mm. and it's all gravy when things are good but you really don't realize or or really understand somebody until shit gets fucked up and when they get fucked up that's when you see the claws are okay and that's what i feel (laughs) okay all right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i hope i can still get some later on tonight but anyway (laughs) Are you looking for more ways to treat your pup? Try today's sponsor, BarkBox. Now, BarkBox is a monthly delivery of the best paw-picked, all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Now, we have a German Shepherd, and our German Shepherd likes all types of toys, balls, bears, everything you could possibly name, and we get it all from BarkBox, all right? Now, visit BarkBox.com slash Crew for a free extra month of BarkBox when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan. That's B-A-R-K-B-O-X.com slash Crew for a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan. Now, like I tell you, my dog loves all the stuff. Every week when we get a new box, he enjoys the things that he really, really, really gets. Now, it's a monthly delivery, so we just pick a couple of things each and every week, and he just enjoys it, all right? So, BarkBox.com. If you own a pet, you own a dog, it's perfect for them. My German Shepherds love it when this box comes. That's BarkBox.com. Let's go to the email of the week, all right? Uh I cheated on my husband, should I tell? Hey guys, call me Tiffany. I've been married to my husband for almost 12 years. In our first year of marriage, he cheated. No sex, but close enough. Then I cheated because I was being neglected. I did have sex. I have asked him several times over the years, the hippa, uh, the hypothetical question, if I cheated on you, would you want to know? He always answers no. I know people would say that telling him will only lighten my guilt and add to his load, but I have forgiven myself and God has forgiven me as well. (laughs) So the only guilt I have, honestly, is him not knowing about it. I am emotionally preparing for him to walk away if he chooses to, but he can't make that decision if he doesn't know. So what do you think? Should I tell my husband? Thank you in advance for your input. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, fuck no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Hmm. He said he does not want to know. Mm-hmm. If he does not want to know, do not tell him. Now, if he said, yes, I want to know, then you would have to tell him and you have to be honest and this, that, and the other. Now, if it's something that you did, uh, I know you don't like the word mistake, but if it was a bad decision or a mistake that you made, no, do not tell him. He said he does not want to know. As long as you stopped and you're not cheating on him anymore, you fucked up, you made a bad decision, no, don't tell him. Because you tell him you're going to put a load on him, like you said, and that's a load that he might not want on him. He might know. 
He might have a feeling, but he doesn't want to know. He doesn't want to know the details. I get it because I'm the same way. If you cheated on me, I might be like, yeah, I want to know. No, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I don't want to know who it is. I don't want to know what happened. I don't want to know how it felt. I don't know. I don't want to know how big he was. I don't want to know none of that shit. I don't want to know where y'all fucked. I don't want to know. Why wouldn't you want to know? I, You've said that before and I don't understand it. Why wouldn't you want to know? I just don't, I don't want to know because now it's going to sit and eat at me every day. You Why? Know? Because you're not going to leave me anyway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you just have to sit here and suffer with it. I don't want, I'm not going to sit there but and why, suffer. But, but I don't even understand that. How do you know that you wouldn't want to be with me anyway? Do you understand what I'm saying? If, if he knows that if his wife cheated on him and he wouldn't, and he, and he would give her an opportunity or a chance to stay, he wouldn't leave. So if you wouldn't leave... I don't want to know. I don't want to know what happened. I don't want to go there because I'm not going to leave anyway. So now I'm. But now wait, but how do you know that you're not going to leave anyway? You, you, you're taking away your own opportunity to judge me. I'm fine with that. Based on what I did. So you, without that information, you don't know if I'm susceptible to doing it again. Right. You take like you. You've taken yourself out of the entire situation. You have no say. You have no eyes. You right. have I mean, you it, have no position right. whatsoever. Right. So with you not knowing, you can't look at me and size me up and decide whether I'm deserving of another chance, whether in a year I might do the same thing, whether, you know, one day I might come home and give you an STD. You, you have no way of protecting yourself if you don't know, if you don't have the knowledge. Right. And I don't want that knowledge. That's a chance that I have to take because I don't want to walk around and living and knowing that. Do you want to walk around living and knowing that you have an SDD? Like, I don't get it. I, I, I don't want to walk around knowing that my wife cheated on me and I don't want the details. I like I don't want to think about it, you know. If you cheated on me and 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 hopefully you, you're like, you know what? I fucked up. I won't do it again. Hopefully that's what it what is. What if that's not my mentality? What if it's a thing that I plan on? Maybe not even plan. What if that's the thing that I find myself doing repeatedly or more than once? I mean, if that's the thing, I would hope that you would just say, you know what? It's over. But if it's not, I, I, I don't want to know. I don't care how many ways you put it. You cheat on me 36 times. I don't want to know 36 times. Really? I don't. I don't. Now, if I find out that's something different and then we can handle it from there. But if you're I don't want you to say, OK, I cheated on you Monday. <laughs> I forgive you. You forgive me. OK, boo. All right, I cheated on you again today. All right, you forgive me. Forgive me. No, I don't want to know. I, I don't. I, I honestly don't want to know. He did do. That's funny. Dude say he don't want to know. Don't tell the motherfucker. He said he don't want to know. Now your ass stop cheating on him and move on and try to make it better. Make it up to him. Try to make your relationship stronger. If there was reasons why you cheated on him, just try to fix those reasons. But don't tell him. He told you he don't want to know. Him, you tell him you don't want him to. Snap. All this passion in your voice right now. No, no, tell, because you're that type of person. If you cheated on me, and I tell you I didn't want to know, you'd be like, "Well, I just have to let you know." No, motherfucker, don't let you know. <laughs> Are you telling me this for future reference? No, there's not gonna be no future reference because you ain't cheating on me. But <laughs> I don't want to know. Like I don't want I, to. Know. Look, I understand. No, I get no. it. 
That's probably the hundred and eighth time you've said it. <laughs> like a five minute period. No, I don't want to know. All right. Now, now, now uh, would you tell him? I would. Because you Even know, if he said he didn't want to know? Um, I'm not advising her to do that, but for me, I'm, he just, said he did I'm a not very want to know. honest person. Write in your journal. And it would be, obviously that would be a dishonest act, but for me, and this is my, this is just me personally, this isn't, you know, how my opinion of what I think that she should do, but I would have to come clean. I don't think that I'd be able... Well. And I, I wouldn't be able to cheat and sustain a relationship. I couldn't live a double life. You know, I couldn't have you here at home and then me sneaking out or lying and telling you that I'm at a specific place when I'm really somewhere else. I couldn't live that life. So if I ever found myself in that type of situation, hypothetically, I would think that it would be something that I fell into and it was, you know, a huge error in judgment and I think that it would probably eat me up and even though I know that you wouldn't want to know um it wouldn't be necessarily for you it wouldn't necessarily even be for me I just would need things between us to be clean do you know what I mean Uh I don't think it would necessarily to be to get a burden off of my back and it wouldn't be to hurt you it wouldn't be for any other reason but for the fact that I would feel that it was an unspoken distraction between the two of us. It would something. It would be something that would be alive in there and gnawing at me every single day. So you rather so you rather gnaw me? Knew. No, you, you eat just wanted to gnaw on you. No, you eat that. <laughs> That's what you got to eat. You cheated. You eat that gnawing every day. No, no, no. Yeah, you're being not, selfish no, because I told you self- I did no, no, not no, want to no. know. I, not, I don't want to know. Let that shit gnaw at you. I would. Feel you had that as stress. Though it was alive. You get the gray hair existing every day, no. and that it would take away from our experience as a couple because even though you can't see it, it's there. I don't want to know. So not, not, not as a selfish play, just as. Like a cleansing. Do you know what I mean? Well, go to the juice bar and get your cleansing. Get a journal and get your cleansing. Talk to God and get your cleansing. Motherfucker, I told you, don't tell me. (laughs) I don't want that stress on me. Well, you know, she did say that she forgives herself and she did say that she believes that God forgives her. There you go. And That's all she needs. If he doesn't want to know, I think with those three things Mm -hmm. in her back pocket, I can understand that it would be a good idea uh-huh. to keep it to herself. Right. I can I can get with that program All right. to keep it to herself and try to deal with it unless she feels as though the distraction is too great and it's getting in the way of them living a happy life if she doesn't feel that she can manage it. And that it's taking away from their overall experience as a married couple, then she may have no choice but to tell him. But if she can manage it and she feels forgiven and that burden is lifted and he's happy, then I don't see the point in causing pain to him. So, well, I wish him the best. And I wouldn't say nothing. I would say enjoy your life. You know, you said you forgave yourself. You said God forgave you. Let it go. Drop it. Okay. Drop it, drop it, drop it. All right. What's next? That's it. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Oh, that's it? Yes. Okay. A lot of talk. Um, 
Again, make sure you get your tickets to the Highline Ballroom Show. We're doing a live show February 19th. We'd love to see you guys there. It'll be a lot of fun. Dinner, date, you know, just comedy, us talking. Like I said, it's going to be interactive. So we're going to be pulling some of you guys on stage. We're going to be doing demonstrations. We're going to be doing demonstrations. Yes. You, you have a demonstration in mind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be good. Okay, go ahead. So that's gonna wait, be wait, wait, wait. Okay, what, what, what do, you, what do you plan on demonstrating? I don't know. It might be fun. I gotta think about it. Okay, go I ahead. might get like a big ass on stage, and we have like an ass eating contest. And stop what, it! Uh, oh my gosh, Ugh. that would be fun. Oh I, my god! So that's not going to happen. All right. And also, don't forget, we're going to be on the real the week of uh, Valentine's week. I don't know which day, but we'll definitely let you know. And uh, we're going to be talking relationships. So we appreciate you guys for riding with us and supporting us every step of the way. So thank you very much. We we get your emails, your DMs and, and all that stuff. So we just want to say thank you. Yes. All right. And we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. Thank you for coming over. Another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles.